Are you working hard to keep yourself limited and playing small? Is that working for you? If not, would you like to be changing that now? What if the key to activating your wealth was in the willingness to embody the abundance of possibilities you are? Would you choose it? Join in the conversation now on Living Well with your host, Keisha Clark, and receive tools and facilitation to clear the points of view that keep you stuck in limitation to begin choosing your abundance and living well right now. <laughs> good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you are in this great, big, beautiful, amazing, magical, delicious world. Hello and welcome to Living Well here on A2Zen.fm. I am your host, Keisha Clark, and I am so grateful to get to be here and play with you, and I am so grateful you are here choosing to play with me whenever you're choosing to play with me and however you're choosing to play with me and my show. We both thank you. <laughs> um, so whether you are listening to this show live on June 29th of 2016, oh my goodness, or any other point in linear time, I'm grateful for your contribution to this conversation. Um, it doesn't really matter when you happen upon it. You are still contributing to it. And for that, I thank you. And what can we be creating with this conversation today. Um, I might be getting just a little bit ahead of myself. I've been known to do that. <laughs> if it's your first time joining us, please jump into the chat room. We would love to play with you, um, even if it's not your first time. Uh, you just look for the red bar near the top of your screen on a2zen.fm, and you'll see the word chat room. If you click on that, you can give yourself a name or make up a name, and come on in and play with us live during the show. And I just, it's one of my favorite things to do. So I love to have peeps in the chat room. And thank you to everybody who is hopping in and playing already. Wow, I adore you, beautiful people. <laughs> and I can call you my friends because you are my friends. I adore you, beautiful friends. Woo! Okay, so if you don't know who the heck I am, my name is Keisha Clark. Well, that's one of them. And <laughs> you can read a little bit more about me on my page on A2Zen. Um, you don't need to know a whole lot. I don't, I mean, that's, I guess, an interesting point of view. But um, really, I'm an intuitive um, medium, body worker, and facilitator. That's sort of the general umbrella of what I do. And um, I really, the thing that like turns me on and lights me up, one of the things that turns me on and lights me up most in the world and in my life is to get to play with people and crack open all of the places that we've created these illusions or allowed the illusions to be real for us and see what really is going on for us, for each of us, what is uniquely um, applicable to how we do what it is we do on this planet, in this world, in this beautiful, amazing adventure that we create here together. And so um, whatever you want to call that, you can create your own name for it. I call it facilitation. I call it uh, intuitive work. And um, it doesn't, you know, what whatever name works for you, that's okay with me right now too. So um, that's kind of the nutshell. And if you want to know more, come find me on Facebook, Living Well with Keisha. And you can also click on my author page here on A2Zen. If you want to hear any of my past shows, um, previous episodes, I could say, I, I think I have 86 of them. Oh, my gosh, that's so exciting. <laughs> I think today is show number 87. How does it get even better? Oh, my goodness. Um, you can just go to my page on A2Zen, and you can click on the archives, the word archives, and it will bring up all of my um, past episodes. And just see if any of those kind of wave at you or blow your hair back. And if they don't, 
you are under no obligation to listen to them. You know what? We have a ton of amazing uh, hosts here on A to Zen, and you can pick any page. And I guarantee you, if I was a betting person, I would wage money that you will find a topic that will stand out and speak to you. And um, I would be incredibly surprised if you were to listen to that show and have nothing to take away from it. So we have an amazing group of creators here on a to zen I am grateful to be one of them, and I'm also very grateful to be one of the producers here at a to zen um, I'm also grateful, early plug time, to be a co-host with one of my sister producers and hosts here uh, on a to zen We actually do a web show live every Tuesday called Sexually Speaking, and that's another way that you can play with me and play with Rhonda Burns, my sister goddess co-host. So you get two for the price of one click or one email per se. And the, <laughs> the link to join the guest list for that adventure is on this replay page. If you're listening to the replay, all you got to do is scroll down and click. So enough about me. Um, I want to get into our topic today. So um, let's do that. We are diving in today to something that is kind of got me really curious. Well, I'm curious about everything. But this topic, I was like, really, guys? We're going to talk about hate? So um, we are talking about today, what if they hate you? Wow, no charge on that at all. <laughs> so I'm just going to take a breath. Whew. Just going to take a breath. And let's see, what is it about hate? What is it about this thing we call hate that we allow it to have so much power and authority over us? We allow it to be something real and true for us. So what do you do when you are met with someone's anger or dislike or prejudice or hatred? Um, those moments can be some of the most challenging to remember that we do have a choice. <laughs> so how do we get to the choice before we go into reaction? And what choice is available to us if and when we do choose to go into reaction? So today, that is what we're going to kind of dive into. Now, I have no investment that um, we have a specific agenda for this conversation. All of the conversations here tend to kind of go where they ask to go, and I am that's just one of the things I love about how we get to play with our shows here on A2Zen. So if you have a question and you would like to call in or um, if you want to submit your question through the chat room, you can do that. And if you do want to bring a question or, or an awareness live on the show, you can find all of the numbers to call in at the top of the screen, pretty much on any screen on A2Zen. Or if you're in the chat room screen, uh, they'll be to the left of your page as well. Um, wow. So what what different awareness can we now have? And what different possibilities can we now tap into with other people's hatred? And perhaps with the hatred we might be harboring unconsciously. <laughs> and what are we allowing hatred to keep hidden from ourselves? And that was an interesting question that came to me as I was creating the graphic this week. What are you allowing hatred to keep hidden from you? And oh, I, I, I don't know where you might be in the world. I'm in the United States, and we've had a, a very interesting few weeks here um, with different events of violence and um, <laughs> with both of the uh, primary conventions, the, the conventions for both the Republican and the Democratic parties here in, in our country. Um, it has been a very fascinating look into some of the workings of 
how we create our lives here in the United States. And I don't imagine that it's incredibly different from the way life is being created pretty much in any country around the world. Um, so this is not really my essay about how I think we should create our lives. I've just looked, been, I've been noticing more um, of the places that I'm seeing where very interesting conclusions and points of view and belief structures um, are in place and and what those things are creating. I'm, and what I'm noticing is so many of them are based on the belief or the conclusion or as we say sometimes the interesting point of view that um, that there is a really good reason to actually dislike people. That there's a really good reason, that, that a good reason actually exists to to call someone out or to um, to mark them down or to discount them or to discredit them. Um, and that is something truly bizarre and intriguing to me. Um, as a child, I was on the receiving end uh, quite a number of times of what you could call hate. And so it was it was a very interesting experience to look at people in the moment of their yelling at me or their, you know, the moments that I was on the receiving some of their unkindness. Um, and for me, it was usually in the form of saying something incredibly derogatory. Um, the the area that I grew up in, the little, the city that I grew up in or the area of it, well, really the whole city actually, <laughs> um, was rather uh, prejudiced against any person that was not a, a Caucasian. <laughs> so uh, because of my physical attributes, my very curly hair and my very pronounced lips and some of my features, even though my skin <laughs> is pretty much alabaster white, um, there was a whole lot of interesting reaction to the way I looked. And a lot of people thought that I was uh, um, African-American descent. And it until I began to receive those comments, like it never occurred to me. It, it just wasn't in my world, um, you know, that people came from different people, like, and that people came from different places. And I had no concept of genetics or um, cultural difference or ethnicity or, you know, the the biology. And I certainly had no concept of what is referred to as racism. Um so at like, you know, five and seven years old, I'm I'm just like blown away by some of the things people were delivering. And and I still pretty much kinda have that today and, and I, I have a great deal more um intellectual awareness and cognitive awareness about these different topics of things that people use, different reasons that people use to to have these uh points of view. And it still, to me, it just does not compute. It does not register for me that there could be any reason to choose to dislike someone so strongly, um, and especially in the cases where it goes to, to violence. Um, and yet I am very much aware that we can use our points of view to motivate ourselves into violence. Um, those choices are made every day. And so it doesn't really matter what it is that we make the object of our hatred. Um, what I would like to play with today is this thing that we're hiding, this energy beneath it or behind it or 
or on the other side of it, however you want to phrase that. And I, I hear a lot of people say the opposite of hate is. Um, and what the majority of people usually pick is the word love. And I hear a lot of conversations that say, you know, they kind of go along the lines of we have to have more love to conquer the hate. We have to have more this to, to wipe out the hate. And here's something I wonder, folks. If, if that actually worked uh, in our, what, at least our last 5,000 years of existence, do you think it might look a little different by now if that actually worked? And I don't ask you that to offend you. And I don't ask you that to say that we should not love I ask you that to be tapping into your awareness. What is your awareness about the energy of hate? And what is your awareness about the energy of love? So the first thing I'd like to do is ask us to change what it is we are holding on to as the definition of hate and as a bonus, if you'd like to, to change what you're holding on to as a definition of love, I wonder how much more freedom we could be having in this moment. So everything that we have defined hate to be and everything that we have defined love to be, would you be willing to choose beyond all of that for just the duration of this conversation? And if you are are looking to disprove me, I welcome that. <laughs> so if you're joining this conversation and you're like, you are crazy, Keisha. There is no way. Um, awesome. And I, I invite you to just hang out for a few more minutes and let's play with this and let's see where we go and let's see what we can create. Um, and if you have an awareness and you're already uh, tapping into that, it's already showing up for you that, hey, you're on to something here. Awesome. I invite you to stay and play with this conversation. So what can we change what is ready to change and what are we ready to change for ourselves that could actually create something completely different in our lives and allow something completely different to be showing up in our lives, in our bodies, and perhaps in the world. So before we go global, <laughs> just know you're not obligated to change the world. So everywhere you just went into beyond, like, oh, I have to change the world. No, I'm out of here. Please come back. <laughs> And please just take a breath and know it is not your job to change the world. It's just a possibility. And it could just be like a really happy side effect or byproduct of you actually choosing to make differences choices for yourself. Um, I find that that's typically how it kind of works here. <laughs> so, so what is this thing about being hated and... I wonder how much of us are how many of us are willing to be on the receiving end of people's aggression, of people's unkindness, of people's dislike, of their upset and their discontent and their hatred. So all of those words are describing different kinds of energies. And to me, um everywhere I was making those significant, I've actually been playing with allowing all of that to change for me. And when I am watching things play out, um, usually we're seeing things through the media, different forms of media. When I'm watching these things play out, I'm not as, oh, how do I say this? I, I'm noticing I don't have the same kind of reaction that I used to have. I used to have a really visceral reaction. And there are moments, yes, 
uh, when I see some of the things that people choose to do through the energy of hate and anger and rage and violent uh, choices. Um, yes, tears come. Yes, absolutely. I'm stunned and I'm shocked and I have I have to take a moment and and many times more than a moment and really just choose to take a breath and stay present and not go into a reaction that that is about like how do I oppose this where I where I aim to go now is more of a response so let me ask you what do you know about responding versus reacting to what people are delivering to you. So when people deliver hatred to us, or when we are watching that be delivered to someone else, what is the difference between reacting and responding? Does one of those give you more power? Does one of those give you more choice? Does one of those actually have a greater possibility of changing something? So we have all kinds of incredible stories throughout our history. And many people could look to many of those stories as um, making a case that physical violence can be necessary. And I won't argue with you. I won't debate that. Um, What I will say is I've come to see that there is a choice in every moment that we can actually choose to be whatever energy is required to respond to something. And I also noticed that what we've done mostly in in what I see in our story, in our collective stories, is we've reacted. And what I see is what that has created. And I see that in my own life, in the times that I have reacted and the ways that I have reacted to the things that have been delivered to me, when I have attempted to react with equal force, you know, equal and opposite force, um, sometimes that appeared to work for a few moments, and other times it didn't really work at all. (laughs) Sometimes it escalated what was going on. Other times I was able to make enough of a point that it created the space for me to choose to walk away or choose to, to have an out. And... In all of those times, however, it didn't really change. My reaction, when I was in reaction, it didn't really change the energy in a way that actually allowed me to create more. So, yeah, I love uh, what Rhonda's saying in the chat. Um, What if we just identified hate as a certain energy and we didn't judge it? We just allowed it to flow? Yes. Yes, and that does, for many of us, feel much easier to manage. And that's really something where we get ourselves tripped up, is we look for how do we navigate this. So I brought a few tools today to play with, to navigate these moments differently, um, and actually have different possibilities available to us. And the truth is, there, <laughs> as I as I'm coming to know it, those those choices and those possibilities are always available to us. It simply depends on, you know, I, I love to have my relativity thing here. Uh, it is relative to our willingness to choose them. It's relative to the points of view that we bring into the moment and our willingness to choose. So 
Oh, wow, There's, we're kind of all over the place. So I'm going to take a moment because I actually do have some things to share for um, those moments that you are on the receiving end of hatred and some things to share that are for, you know, the moments in between and, and to maybe look at what are we doing? What is our part of creating how that is showing up in our lives? Um, so oh, let's take a break. And I invite you to let your... Um, Memories come up, let any of the times that you have chosen hatred or that you've been on the receiving end of it, um, I invite you to let that just come forth. And if you can do this without having a point of view about it, just let your awareness of those moments be present for you. Let yourself be present with that awareness. And we're going to play with some new tools and some questions and some possibilities on the other side of this break. You are listening to Living Well here on A2Zen.fm. I am Keisha Clark. We are talking about what if they hate you here today and what else is possible. We'll be back after these messages. (laughs) Have you begun to ask yourself what you truly desire to create in your life? What if you being willing to embody abundant living was the key to your wealth and to creating greater in your life. And what if that could also be the invitation for more people to be willing to embody abundant living? Would that be a contribution to you and your body and to other people and their bodies? And might that also create more in the future? Join Keisha Clark Empowerment Agent and the host of Living Well Radio Show to discover, uncover, and crack open the wealth of possibilities you are every Friday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 10 a.m. Central, 9 a.m. Mountain, and 8 a.m. Pacific on A2Zen.fm. What if you really do change molecules by your interaction with them? What if the change you've been looking for is right before your eyes? What if the uncomfortableness that comes with difference could be fun? What if the closed-minded people of the world no longer determined our world? What if gratitude trumps judgment every time? What if your kindness healed the world? What if the earth is asking for your help? And what if you had the resources to give it? This is your invitation to step into something that Einstein, Marie Curie, Picasso, Da Vinci, Shakespeare, Aristotle all knew to be true. Hi, my name is Dane here. Thirteen years ago, I started to truly ask questions. Actually, I started to be the question and everything changed for me. What if there are no dumb questions? Or any question too large? What if you being you are the gift and the change this world requires? Is now the time? For more questions to create a change in your world, sign up for a free video series at beingyouclass.com. My gift to you, beingyouclass.com. How much of your life are you truly living? Are you creating your life in celebration of your strengths and capabilities? What would your life be like if you were choosing the abundance of possibilities of you now? Connect with Keisha Clark, your Living Well Empowerment Agent now for a different perspective on creating the life you truly desire to be living. Call in with your questions in the U.S. 815-880-8255, in Canada at 613-800-8736, in the U.K. at 033-0001, 0625 by Skype at a2zen.fm or by emailing Keisha at livingwellnow at gmail.com Now back to our show. <laughs> Welcome to the next segment of Living Well here on a2zen.fm I am Keisha Clark and you are listening to our topic today which is about what if they hate you. 
oh, and everything that that's bringing up, <laughs> would you be willing to take a breath and blow it out and choose beyond all of the places and spaces you have allowed what is called hate to stick you? Yeah. So what is this energy we call hate? And I am loving the, the comments and the, and the activity in the chat room. Thank you so much. Wow, what do we know? What are we aware of? And yes, how can we expand our acknowledgement of who we be beyond love and hate? That's beautiful, Hannah. Thank you. Um, I'm so excited to be having this conversation. This is just amazing. <laughs> And and this comes on the heels of last week's conversation where we talked about being weird in a room full of weirdos. And um, if you if you have not gotten to hear that episode yet, um, I invite you to check that out in the replays. Um, it it this just sort of felt like a progression from that conversation because how many of us have our thing, our interesting points of views about um, if we're weird, we're going to be hated. You know, there's a lot of hate for the weirdos. And the interesting thing to me is there's a lot of definitions by a lot of different people of what a weirdo actually is. And so that's part of what we explored last week. And um, so I wanna, I'm want i bringing that energy forward. And what do we, being the beautiful weirdos that we be, um, and remember, uh, if, if, and if you didn't hear the conversation already, um, when, when we're talking about weird, the energy of that word actually has to do with of spirit, fate, or destiny. It actually has to do with something different than what it has come to be used as in the conventional um, reality. So uh, when I'm talking about weird, I am asking, what is it that we actually know? What beautiful gifts do we bring that are different from what people are acknowledging and choosing right now, um, that regardless of how different they are, what they allow us to be and to have is a different possibility of how to create our lives and how to change things in the world and how to co-create with each other and with this planet. And if people want to call that weird, that's cool. And for many of us, that's just normal and beautiful and like, how you would not choose that for what reason kind of a thing right so and for that many people are hated many people throughout our history have been hated um look at the aggression that is um present in many conversations toward quote unquote the tree huggers <laughs> um look at the witch trials look at how many wars and um dis disturbances um and revolts, you know, um, we've had based on the interesting points of view about people who chose to live their lives in a different way than other people who, who were and what they were choosing. So all of those reasons and justifications we have for hate, for allowing hate, for choosing hate, and for creating hate as something real and true, and making it one of our only choices. Whew, wow. Would you be willing to acknowledge that the not realness of hate? Would you be willing to acknowledge the lie within what we call hate? And would you even be willing to, and this might be kind of bold and daring for some of us, but would you be willing just to say, claim, own, acknowledge, call it, hate isn't actually real? What? <laughs> yeah, it looks like it is very real. And it looks that way 
based on our choices to turn it into a physical action. So we, we amazingly intriguing human people, <laughs> we make hate real with our choice to act on our thoughts, our feelings, and our emotions of dislike and confusion and discounting each other. So we create these reasons, and this has always intrigued me when I was on the receiving end of the comments and the unkindness. Um, sometimes, it, thankfully for me, it did not go to physical violence more than a couple times, and the violence it went to was schoolyard kinds of things. Um, I'm grateful, I'm truly grateful that uh, I did not have to, I did not experience things that people came to my property and broke windows in my home and, you know, spray painted things on my walls. I was grateful for that. Uh, I am grateful that uh, it didn't escalate. And at the same time, does that really matter? Um, did it change the impact that hatred had in my early years? Not really. Hatred is hatred. Um, and and everywhere we're trying to look at some type of variable uh, settings or varying degrees of hatred and, and everywhere we're looking to make some of it allowable and other parts of it not allowable, wh who's willing to change that now? Yeah, thank you. That is part of how we actually change what gives this energy permission to run rampant in our homes, in our lives, in our communities, and in our world. So, so what is hate if it's not real? Um, I have a two-parter for this. For everybody who says it's real, if you, if you felt yourself go into wanting to defend that it is very real and we need to do something about it, what I invite you to look at is what is it that makes hate real for you? And what I'm going to challenge you to is can you validate hate without creating a reason to have it? In other words, does hate naturally occur for you? Or is it something that you have to have a reason for? Now, again, if I was a betting person, I would lay a little bit of money on the table right now that you have to have a reason for it. Think of anybody in your life that you just naturally hated. Did you ever hate your mom? Did you ever hate your dad? Now, this is... Originally, folks, I'm not asking like after you got to know them. I'm like, when you were a baby, okay, did you land on this planet hating anyone? The odds are pretty high, in my awareness, that you didn't. That what comes naturally to you, and if you look at how babies play, what is natural to us is our curiosity. And what is more likely to be the case for most of us is we actually have a little bit of giggliness. We actually want to play when we meet new people. We're actually desiring for something fun to occur. So, truth, do you have to learn how to hate? Hmm. That kind of resonates in my world. And what I was aware of as a small kid, well, as a kid, <laughs> it doesn't matter whether I was small or not, I guess that's just funny. Sometimes words just amuse me. Sorry, folks. <laughs> this is what it's like to be in my brain. <laughs> um, 
so sometimes what I was aware of as a kid was I'm these these children at school who are saying these incredibly unkind things. What I was aware of was that wasn't what they had to know. They had to learn that from somewhere. I was like, where did you get this? Where did you pick that up? So hate is something that we actually choose to take on. And where I am saying it is not real and it is it is made up, where I am saying that from largely is my own experience, my own personal experience. And then you can actually look up different psychological studies and researches and all kinds of things in the journals. And if you need all kinds of proof, that's cool. What I'm asking you to tap into right this moment is your awareness. So for any person that you have felt hatred for, I'd like you to bring that up in your world right now. Any person you have felt hatred for. And what I'm going to ask you is, what came first? Did they just show up in your life and you automatically hated them? Or did you have to have a thought to attach the hate to? Yeah, here again, it's more likely there was a thought. And where did you get the thought from? Where did you pick up that point of view from? And under whatever category that falls, the umbrella category would be you had to have a reason. So when we go into hatred, we have to look for some reason and justification, don't we? And for many of us, uh, what we see displayed pretty much every day is people find all kinds of reasons the color of skin, the religious or ethnic background, the culture we come from, the family we come from, our last name, the neighborhood we live in, um, the, the, the makeup we're wearing. I mean, it, 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 it doesn't matter. There's all kinds of reasons people create. So what if hate is an invention? What if hate is an invention? Would you be willing to acknowledge that just for a few moments and see what resonates for you? And yes, I love uh, your your comment, Petrina. Um, she says, I think I have an awareness of an energy that a certain person gives off and it's really contracted and twisted and so I do not like being around them. Yes, what are you aware of? What are you aware of? If you've listened to any of my shows, you've probably heard me ask the question, how aware are you? And awareness is key, folks. So what I'm going to ask you to do when you're, on, when you're having your moments, um, if you're having this sort of conflicted universe around the topic of hate, what I'm going to ask you to do first is remind yourself it's not real. And you can do that with a question. What if this isn't real? Okay, And the primary thing I'm going to invite you to do with this is to stop trying to understand why people hate. That is enormous. And it is a huge way that we actually perpetuate the hatred. Stop trying to understand why people hate anything. Other people animals, children, sex, food, cigarettes, any particular religion, any particular type of other person, any gender, any transgender. Stop trying to understand why 
people choose hate. Here is, here is a bit of an invitation for you. When you're trying to understand where do you go, when you try to understand why people hate. So when I was a kid, yes, I had those moments. Why do they hate me? Why do they hate me so much? Why do they say those things to me? And yes, it was freaking difficult, okay? Especially when we are children, it's just not a concept known to us. It's because it's an invention, it doesn't make any sense in our worlds. And I got to tell you, it still makes no sense in my world. I'm just more aware today that people are actually willing to choose it. But that doesn't mean that I have to understand what makes them choose it. Now, if you're in the field of psychology, <laughs> I totally get, you know, and, you're, and, and for some of the socio-facilitated uh, um, fields, I, I totally get where it could come in handy. And so for sort of that study kinds of purposes, yes, I'm not saying never try to understand. Actually, you know what? I am saying stop trying to understand. What, I, what I'm inviting you to is tap into your awareness. So what if it's not about understanding why people choose to hate? What if it's actually about becoming aware? Just what Petrina was pointing out. What are you aware of? Okay, this person or these people, okay, obviously they're angry. Obviously, they're unhappy, and most likely they're unhappy with what their life is for them. They're unhappy with whatever they believe they're limited to have to choose. So, yeah, they're going to act out. And in those moments with our parents, guys, how many of us had moments that we said to our parents, I hate you. <laughs> I said that a number of times to my mother, okay, a number of times. <laughs> it's sort of like a phase. We go through the I hate you phase, and then we come out of it. But when we're in the I hate you phase, what is most likely going on for us? What is it that you remember when you were in the I hate you phase, if you had one of those? When you were saying those words, I hate you, to your mom or to your dad or to your one of your siblings or one of your other relatives, there's all kinds of reasons, yes. But most likely with your parental units, it was usually around when they were telling you you could not do something you wanted to do or you could not have something you wanted to have or you couldn't go out with people you wanted to go out with. <laughs> and so we resorted to, I hate you. Yeah? So what if we just acknowledged, <laughs> what if we just acknowledged people who are choosing hate, if we looked at the energy what if we were to look at exactly, Petrina, what if you were to look at the lie within the hatred? What if you were to tap into your awareness of the lie? And what do you know about a lie? What does a lie do? The energy of a lie, it actually makes people very angry. It creates a conflict. It creates a disturbance. It's a disruptor in the flow of the energy. And you may not cognitively catch it, but it's there and it festers. So how many lies are we aware of in the hatred that we're seeing playing out in our world? And everywhere that we have ever allowed that to be okay? What if for each of us, we just chose in this moment to change that now? 
So I'm not asking you to pick up arms and go outside and, and do battle with the people who are choosing hatred. What I'm inviting you to is to have your awareness. Have your awareness. So everywhere and every way that you are or have been participating in hatred, consciously or unconsciously, would you be willing to choose beyond those reasons and those justifications? And would you be able to just let them go? And ask the universe to show you the energy of what you know. Universe, show me the energy of what I know here. Show me the energy of what is true for me. And I promise you, I promise you, the universe will respond. It always does. It always does. Yeah, so this is getting a little heavy. Is anybody else noticing the constriction and the contraction? Yeah, everywhere you're blaming yourself, everywhere you're trying to judge yourself for having been chosen a hateful action, having had a hateful thought. You know, we've lived a lot of lifetimes, folks. And I get that some of you, you know, that's, that doesn't really resonate. So for all of you who resonate, how many lifetimes have you had the possibility to play with the energies of hate and anger and rage and fury and conflict and battle and war? Yeah? So you might have a few <laughs> awarenesses <laughs> that you've done a little bit of hating. <laughs> okay, so if you're going into judgment about that and you're making yourself wrong that you've ever said the word hate or had a moment that you said, I hate this or I hate that, would you just be willing to lighten up on yourself a little bit? <laughs> and just again, what is your awareness? What do you know? Oh, that's getting better. Yes. And so keep choosing that while we go to break, please. <laughs> I'm going to invite you to just allow yourself to have your awareness without a point of view. Yes, Roseanne, I hate all the hate. And even that, what if even that is a way we perpetuate it because it's a resistance? Everywhere we're resisting it, what if that's actually allowing it to have a stronghold in our lives? And that's what we're going to play with when we come back from the next break. You are listening to Living Well here on A2Zen.fm. I am Keisha Clark, and I am so freaking grateful you are having this conversation with me today. And we'll be right back. <laughs> Have you begun to ask yourself what you truly desire to create in your life? What if you being willing to embody abundant living was the key to your wealth and to creating greater in your life? And what if that could also be the invitation for more people to be willing to embody abundant living? Would that be a contribution to you and your body and to other people and their bodies? And might that also create more in the future? Join Keisha Clark Empowerment Agent and the host of Living Well Radio Show to discover, uncover, and crack open the wealth of possibilities you are every Friday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 10 a.m. Central, 9 a.m. Mountain, and 8 a.m. Pacific on A2Zen.fm. What if there's nothing wrong with you? What if you're far greater than you've ever given yourself credit for? What if it's time to know the gift and the contribution you are to the world and to like yourself a lot more? Hi, my name is Dane here. 
13 years ago, I started to truly ask questions. Actually, I started to be the question, and everything changed for me. Asking questions opens doors to infinite possibilities. And it's not about finding the answer. It's about being the question. Always. What I'm inviting you to step into is something that Einstein, Marie Curie, Newton, Da Vinci, Gandhi, Picasso, and Aristotle all knew to be true. What if no question is too big or too small? What if anything is possible for you? What if together we could create a kinder, gentler, happier world? Is now the time? Go to beingyouclass.com and sign up for a free video series, My Gift to You. beingyouclass.com What if you, truly being you, are the gift and change this world requires? beingyouclass.com How much of your life are you truly living? Are you creating your life in celebration of your strengths and capabilities? What would your life be like if you were choosing the abundance of possibilities of you now? Connect with Keisha Clark, your Living Well Empowerment Agent now for a different perspective on creating the life you truly desire to be living. Call in with your questions. In the U.S., 815-880-8255. In Canada, at 613-800-8736. In the U.K., at 033-0001-0625. By Skype at a2zen.fm or by emailing Keisha at livingwellnow at gmail.com. Now, back to our show. Welcome back. <laughs> Welcome forward. Welcome to the last segment for today's show of Living Well here on a2zen.fm. I am your host, Keisha Clark. Um, wow. This, you guys, this is, you're going places with me. I'm just, I want to acknowledge, I'm choosing to acknowledge Everything you are choosing right now is beautiful and amazing. Whether you have a cognitive awareness of it or not, just I thank you for this. This is how we make change. This is how we change things in our lives, in our bodies, um, in our realities. And then however that ripples out into the world, what a beautiful possibility. Wow. Thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Um, So, some some energies are kind of popping around, and there's uh, a few things. So a lot of people feel the need to protect themselves, okay? Um, and Rosanna's sharing, I remember feeling trapped by the lies and the hate, and I would ask, what else is there? Absolutely great question to ask. What else is possible here? What else is available to me now that I have not acknowledged? You can play with all different kinds of forms of those questions and ask the universe, what else? What else? What else? And you know what? If you are in a, a if you are in a moment where there is conflict going on, play with that question in your head and just ask it as loud as you can. And if you want to ask it out loud, go for it. Um, if that, you know, use your awareness, but play with this. And watch what a magician you might be. Play with the question, what else, what else, what else, what else is possible here? What would it take to change this right now? And you might just be amazed at what begins to shift in the energy and then it will show up in the physical representation, the physical expression. Okay? Would you be willing to choose that? And that's part of what I would like to invite you to, well, that's part of what I am inviting you to with this show. 
so let's look for a few moments at what about when we are experiencing that hate, when we're finding that nugget or kernel of, oh, I hate this person, I hate this whatever, I hate that school, I hate that blah, blah, blah. Now, sometimes we're saying it and it's kind of, we're not really, you know, it's it's just sort of an expression of our dislike. It's not something that we want to pick up a club and go hurt somebody. But there are other times that we do have those moments. Um, there have been times in my life that I have been in a place of hating someone. And both of those times, <laughs> it was someone who threatened my family. So what I can say now is I was actually willing to be the energy required. I just didn't have the tools to actually take myself there to the to the mental place, to the space mentally um, with my choice. Uh, so a lot of it came out as reaction and hatred. So, And what if you've learned to hate something? What if you've learned to be suspicious of certain kinds of people or certain um, areas of town or certain uh, cultures? You know, What if you have bought that point of view? And what if you bought it and now you're choosing to change that, but you still notice there's some residue, okay? No wrongness there. What if there was no wrongness with any of this what if you just allowed yourself the space to ask questions? And one of my favorite things to play with now is the the yes and. And I call it a game. You can you can call it a game if you want to. But if you have people or projects or experiences or groups or cultures or organizations or whatever <laughs> um or governments <laughs> that you have some hate, that that energy is bubbling, okay? First of all, what if you didn't make yourself wrong? And what if you could ask, what is your awareness here? Okay? And play the yes and. So state your reasons. Start naming your reasons out loud to yourself, you know, in a room. And then after every one of your reasons, and you can even write them down if you want. I love whiteboards just because it's fun to get my whole body into the whole thing of writing. <laughs> so if you have a whiteboard or a chalkboard or, you know, a big tablet, write them down even. And after every one of your reasons, what I invite you to do is say out loud to yourself, yes, and. And what that's going to do is it's going to invite you to keep getting all of those reasons out and into your awareness. And once you go through the list, at a certain point, you're going to start noticing and keep saying yes, and. You're going to start noticing the energy will change and you will begin to have an awareness of the lie. You will begin to have an awareness of, oh, wait a minute. These are all reasons. Is this really real for me? You're going to start seeing some shifting and it might show up in your body first. It might show up as, you know, something in your physical body. You'll start to feel a physical shift. It might show up in your your mental energy. You'll start to get a different question in your head. Just play with that. Would you allow yourself to play with that? And would you also play with the question, who does this belong to? So who does this belong to is just one of my go-to questions. And if it's not ours, we can't clear it because it's not our job to clear what isn't ours. It's our job to take care of ourselves and give other people the space to choose what they desire to choose. And yes, great question, Wendy. For what purpose would hate be required? And again, so many people have created reasons 
that it's required and justification to have it. And that's where we get tripped up. So if that's ever happened to you, would you give yourself some space? Would you give yourself some kindness? Would you allow yourself to just have the awareness and choose different moving forward in your life? Wow. So I'm just going to leave you with this for this week, folks. Where there is hatred, would you be willing to acknowledge whenever it shows up in your universe, what if it's not real? What is the lie here that I am aware of that I have not yet acknowledged? Stop trying to understand why. So every moment you catch yourself going into the why is this happening, stop it and start asking the questions. Get out of the past and go to the possibilities. Okay? And for those of you who are willing, clear everything and everywhere you have contributed consciously or unconsciously to this energy. And you can just say it in your head, everywhere I'm contributing to this, I destroy and uncreate it now. Okay? So, wow, last two minutes. Oh, my gosh. Yes, we could have way more conversation about this. And uh, you know what? I am available if you want to reach out. If you have a question, post it on my Facebook page, or you can email it to me, livingwellnow at gmail.com. Those things are listed in the text underneath this replay if you just scroll down and click. And I am also having a summer special. It's all the way through the end of September, um, 20 minutes for $20. If you have something up and you want to have a session, grab a session. The link for that is also uh, in the text underneath this replay. Just scroll down and click. And wow, come and play with us on Tuesdays as well. My sister goddess and I, Rhonda Burns, <laughs> not I, Rhonda Burns, but my sister goddess, Rhonda Burns, and I. <laughs> See, that funny word thing. Um, <laughs> we ho- co-host a fantastic talk show every Tuesday called Sexually Speaking. It's all about having unconventional conversations to unfuck your life. And we are celebrating all things sex and the sex of everything and how much uh, might some of these topics actually apply in those conversations as well. You can find out more information if you get on the list and the link to do that is also under this replay. Just scroll down and click. So scroll down and click for pretty much anything you want to do. And in the meantime, have a great week, folks. Thank you for this. Thank you for your willingness to change you and what else is possible now. I adore you. <laughs> bye, Don. Thank you bye, for bye. listening in today to Living Well with your host, Keisha Clark. You are invited to join us every Friday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 10 a.m. Central, 9 a.m. Mountain, and 8 a.m. Pacific on A2Zen.fm. In the meantime, what would it take for you to be choosing more of the abundance and prosperousness of you and living well with total ease?